What's up? What? What? What's shut up? What? Shut up! Shut up! What? What? What are you doing in my swamp? What's up, guys? Hey, everyone. Back. That was probably the best intro we've ever done. Mm, probably not. Rated out probably of not 10? the worst though either. Um, yeah, let us know in the comments of uh, yes of uh of uh, our Discord our Discord server our Discord server which might may or may not be accessible to you guys. Yeah, we'll figure that out eventually. We're not gonna promise when, but um, no. If you ever get the chance to join it, you probably should. Yeah, it's we a have lot of fun a, in there. Of fun stuff. We talk every day. Uh, I actually made like several lifelong friends because of this. That's, mm-hmm. that's cap. Um, I mean, so far they've been <laughs> lifelong. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I haven't had any fights with any of my friends from in here. So yeah, yeah. You know, except for Nico. Except for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was over be, chess, uh, which cheese. doesn't really count. Over cheese, which I don't know if you're gonna see that, if you've seen that already or if you're to see that, but. Um, yeah, I think you guys will probably have seen that before. Okay. Depending on has well, it uploaded yet? It was pretty small. Um, yeah, it was uploaded Let's already. Go! <laughs> <laughs> so you guys will probably be seeing that shortly. Actually, you probably already saw it. Yeah. But, um, we recorded earlier today. We had lots of fun and cheese. Yeah. Nico was very small brain. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, do you want to start with stories, or do you want to start with overrated and underrated? Uh, let's start with one, and then maybe end with one, like overrated, underrated. Okay. Actually, let's, let's continue our one that we had from cheese. Right. We had like animals or pets or whatever. Animals. So we did overrated and underrated, and we we did favorite no, we did, and least favorite. We did favorite, and we didn't even really do least favorite. <laughs> I said mis- no. I said mosquitoes, and you said chihuahuas. oh right, right, yeah. No, um, okay, hold on. Um. Um, keep talking actually. Okay. Um okay, I'll go into overrated. Um I don't it's hard Oh to... my goodness. Sorry, okay. It's hard to pick an animal for overrated, honestly. Or underrated <laughs> or anything. Okay, okay, okay. How what do you think the bite force um of a lion is like in PSI pounds per square inch? hundred and thirty seven. Wait, wait, let me find out what human is. So, here's a human uh, bite force of pounds per square inch, 126. Okay, I'm going to go a little higher than mine. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that much with my mouth? That's pretty good. I mean, you're, you're I can't even like lift strong. 126. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you got the gym. You just see someone like, you're biting. Like so, if I were to shrink to the size that could fit into my mouth while still keeping my strength, I would not be able to hold my mouth open if I tried to close it. I, I actually don't what? know. I might be able to lift 126. It would be a struggle, though. <laughs> anyway, no, so a lion, I, uh, anyway. a lion, I'm going to go 350. 650. So, so that was better, but <laughs> never mind. No. So that's pretty good, right? That's pretty thick. Hang on. Um... Now a Chihuahua bite force. Five hundred. Thirty nine hundred <laughs> PSI. <laughs> I 
<laughs> that's, that's gotta be fake, man. <laughs> it's not. No, I don't believe. It. I don't believe According to multiple sources online, the Chihuahua, the Chihuahua bite force is around 3,900 psi pounds per square inch. Bite no force. way. No. Hey, no, here. From familylifeshare.com. What? You always have a bite force of 150 to 180 psi. Wrong. No, what are you talking about? I'm looking at the Dogisaurus. Yeah, I, I see that now. <laughs> So, but they follow that up with, however, I simply don't believe this is true. No, it is. I'm not the only doubter. It is true. Also, okay, can you let me share my screen here? (laughs) Uh, There you go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Look at this stupidity here on my screen. Okay, so we have a hippopotamus bite for it. This is not a hippopotamus. <laughs> it's a polar bear, right? <laughs> Is it the- <laughs> okay, so for you guys at home, I search up hippo bite force psi, and then it comes up with eighteen hundred psi above a hippopotamus bite force, while territorial potential aggressive hippos, and then it has a picture of a polar bear. <laughs> what is it? Mine doesn't come up with that. What did you mine, come just, up with? mine just doesn't come up with like one of those little things, like one of the little tab things. Uh, oh, I I guess I use DuckDuckGo, so maybe it's different. Probably. That's. <laughs> that's... <laughs> I mean, I I was going to go with hippopotami for my overrated because they're they can kill you. But that's not overrated. Like they're. they're yeah, but it's people like... are like, oh, big fat. Junk, junk. And no, no. I've never heard anybody say that. No. Well. Now the baby is is one of the, still one of the most dangerous animals on this floor. <laughs> I built this cage. Oh my goodness. Grinch. The crocodile has a bite force of five thousand. But they have like no opening force, right? So you can yeah, just that's dope, right, that's right. You dope, can just hold it. Dope. Nope, nope. Shut up. Nope. Shut, you can just, you can just like give it a little boop on the nose and it's done for. Done. Jaw isn't, demolished. Isn't it sharks too that you're supposed to punch in the nose? Yeah. But sharks aren't, I guess, I don't know if crocodiles are either. Sharks aren't like evil. No, yeah. And that well, is I mean, why I'm doing sharks for my underrated. Yes. I knew I'd be able to get that in somewhere. <laughs> Maybe chihuahuas are underrated if they have a bite force. <laughs> they don't have that big of a bite force. That's that that'd be stronger than a hippo. <laughs> Bro, it's false. It's false. No. Cringe. Gorillas have a thousand PSI. Dang, that's pretty good. They, yeah, they have. Yeah, gorillas are something else. T-Rex. Gorillas are underrated, bro. Gorillas ten thousand psi. Dinosuchus, <laughs> a late Cretaceous saltwater. No, wait, no, a dinosaur, thirty feet long, ten tons, twenty thousand psi. 
Mm. And the ultimate winner. Can you uh, guess? Um, uh, Chihuahua. You got Chihuahuasaurus. It. Chihuahuasaurus. <laughs> Megalodon. Oh. 40,000 PSI. They're probably not even trying at that point either. That's crazy, They just man. closed their mouth. Yeah, because they just have so much, like, chomp Power, yeah. in there. Anyways, you need to do your overrated and underrated animals. Right, right, right. Overrated? Uh, honestly, I think a horse. Oh, that's a good one. Because, like, they're, they're great and all, but, like, it's basically a vehicle you can't really completely control. And also, like, they get hurt. They can get hurt pretty easily. And then it's, like, super expensive. And they're already super expensive. There's this joke. It's, like, what do you need to have a small fortune with horses? A large fortune. Oh, <laughs> like what nice. do you need to, to yeah to get a lo- a small fortune with through horses or whatever? It's like a large fortune. That's Which I mean, like big brain. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I, and like, like I'm not saying horses are bad. I'm just saying they're overrated. Personally, Nico actually hates horses. He's actually <laughs> advocate advocating for just killing all the horses. So horse <laughs> girls, you. You heard it here first. I mean, I I personally don't subscribe to that, but I mean, did you just make a stereotype? Yeah, yeah, I did. Better to make a stereotype than to kill an entire species. <laughs> yep, that's what I was doing. Everyone, you got me red-handed. <laughs> but um, I mean, okay, so- I, yeah, I see your point. Like, why do we? Why why do we still need horses? We have vehicles, but but horse go. <laughs> anyway, some cars do that. <laughs> I have an idea to solve the horse crisis. Okay. Replace every horse with a Tesla, but the customized horn sound is a horse sound. Very cool. Very cool. Anyways, also, underrated. So one horse isn't even one horsepower. That's so lame. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about overrated. Yeah. Sorry, horse lovers. Hold on, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even do uh, underrated yet. Um, underrated. I'd say probably, probably the 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 unfound marine animals. Super underrated. The kraken. Exactly. I mean, they have been found, but you know. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. But like, even like the kraken that haven't been found, that could be like even mm. bigger. Yeah. What's the biggest giant squid found? Oh my goodness gracious! No, that's this is faked. Definitely what? faked. What? Um, this this biggest squid washes us on beach, but it's it looks so faked. It's a YouTube link. Um, okay, can I actually get some science here? <laughs> Gosh, Wikipedia, thank you for the science. Jeebaliba. Give, give me a size. Give me a size. 9 to 10 meters. 30 to 33 feet. That's it? I guess. I mean, that's pretty big. Yeah, uh, that's actually no. When I was thinking of, there's jellyfish that are like really, really long though, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, but they just blobs that float around. Do you believe it? Okay, wait. I'm gonna sh- share my screen for a second because this guy's pretty thick, honestly. Okay. It's, 
like look at look at that dude. Oh man. I'm trying to zoom in like whoosh, like there's a dude there. I mean yeah. thirty feet for a squid is I guess pretty big. Yeah. Like but, I mean not... there's gotta be bigger ones. Have, that's like, that's the ones? thing, right? Because we don't find these big ones very often. Yeah. So and like considering how little of the ocean we've discovered, there needs to be something bigger up there. Even if it's not a squid, there's gotta be something. Now here's the thing. This squid. Oh, I can stop sharing my screen now. Yeah. Assuming that we only are only finding these squids very rarely, that assumes they must be getting killed by something. Otherwise, they'd be out Bigger. of control. Yeah. So there it is. The Megadalon. The Megadalon. Oh my goodness! I found another picture of that same one, and it's pretty thick, man. Man. All right. So. That's your first overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite. We'll have one again at the end. I'm going to keep looking through pictures of squids. Um, and we're going to hop into our first story here. So ah. you're never going to guess where I found this one. Uh, Instagram? No. No. Twitter. Twitter. No. Twitter. No. no. Facebook. No. Uh, no. YouTube. <laughs> no. I found this in an actual physical newspaper no there's no way there's no way that's cat, that's cat, that's cat, that's cat. oh hold on hold I on took hold on a physical it. newspaper yes that's killing the environment yeah i know anyways <laughs> um oh i found it 59 feet 59 foot squid what didn't you say 30 meters before? Or did you say 30 feet? I said 30 feet. Oh, okay, okay. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, feeling sluggish? These sea creatures found a solution. Ba, ba, ba. You need to guess what, what happens. What do they do? Um, They die. Just the opposite. Oh, Scientists they live. Scientists have discovered the ultimate case of regeneration. Some decapitated sea slugs can regrow hearts and whole new bodies. Bruh. Just one. That, that actually we sounded a lot like the off. bruh sound effect. I bruh. That, uh, bruh. 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 Nothing matched the original. I'm sorry. Bruh. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I didn't really pay attention to that one. Bruh. Whatever. <laughs> this, quote, wonder of nature, end quote, reported in a biology journal on Monday could eventually help science better understand how to ta and tackle regeneration of human tissue. Biology researcher Sayaka Mito. <laughs> Wait, can you um, let me share my screen for a second? You should be able to share it, bro. Oh, yeah. Right. I already yeah. let you. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> you need to have like a little bit of reverb or something on that, you know? Bruh. <laughs> Not that much. Biology researcher Sayaka Mito says she loves studying Japanese sea slugs because they're small, cute, and weird. No. That's a bit of a weird, like, how do you end up there in that spot in life? Because, like, I have to what? assume this, this Sakaya, Sayaka Mito. Her her passion is 
is is Japanese sea slugs. Like I, I can't imagine that's that's something that she like grew up dreaming of. Like you know, mama, hey, mama, it could have been. Mama, when I grow up, I want to study the sea slugs. What are you doing, bruh? <laughs> I'm just gonna have this so I can play it whenever. Oh, bruh. <laughs> so, anyways, this slug. So, what happens is. It it so if you chop the slug's head off, mm-hmm. it turns green. You know what it starts doing? Do you know what, what the slug starts doing? It starts doing photosynthesis with its with its head, and so huh. then it starts growing and growing until it has a whole new body. Like everything, that's crazy. Exactly the same as normal. It's like a worm except only with one brain. But so yeah, so it's like from the brain. It's not like so it's yeah okay. Yeah. So if you huh. squish squished its brain, I think it would die. Yeah, probably. But if you chip chopped its head, it would not. Which is, I think, very epic. That yeah. Yeah. Bruh. That is. Epic. 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 Um, epic. So I think what this means for us as humans is that we will be slugs eventually when Bruh. when evolution takes its course and natural selection finds its way. We'll all be slugs. You'll be a slug. I'll be a slug. Just... Or we'll genetically modify it with the with the genes of the slug, and we'll be able to regenerate. Oh. That's far less that's interesting sp- that's than sp- becoming that's a Spider Man. That's Spider Man stuff. Right there. Spider Man, slug man, <laughs> slug man. <laughs> what, All right. What other superpowers would Slug Man have other than regeneration? Bruh. You'd be able to say bruh perfectly. <laughs> Um, Slugman could just crawl up anything. Okay, Spider-Man can do that. Idiot. No, he can't. No, he can't. Have you ever seen Spider-Man do that in real life? Exactly. But Slugman would be able to do that, but upside down. Take that. What? Yeah. Whose side are you on this for? <laughs> Slugmans! Slugmans! <laughs> Hey, what's his theme song though? Slug man, slug man does whatever a slug can. That's the word. You're, Slippy slime, Spider-Man. Sticky stick. All right, now time for my story. Let's do it. This is Nico's story, everybody. I nothing, nothing to do with me. Um, actually, actually, this. Nico's story does not reflect the views or opinions of myself or of the two guys podcast in any way. Um, my lawyer had told me I had to say that every time Nico brought up yeah. a story. Yeah, because... it doesn't reflect us, the two guys podcast at all. This is about yeah. um, adopting um, poor puppies and homeless children. And <laughs> no. um, so anyways, this is actually from the same post that Jaden sent me on Instagram. It was like a Reddit, like um, what 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 did you call it? Like a a Reddit post. But no, it was like an Instagram, not link, not I don't know what you call it. Anyways, it's like a bunch of Reddit posts. Yeah. 
that Jaden sent me. And he, the, the snail one was actually on that as well. Oh, snails have like 10,000 teeth. That one? Yeah, but then the same guy, like in that same one, they were talking about the snail that could regenerate. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't look at it that closely then. Nice. Anyways, so um this is the one about the disappearance of Frederick Valentique. Oh yes. This I found this very interesting. Yeah, right. So we haven't talked about NASA for a while, but prepare yourself. Okay. NASA. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. So, the backstory kind of thing here. Frederick Valentique, born May 9th, 1958, had about 150 total hours of flying time. A lot of time. He held a class four instrument rating. I don't know what that is. Uh, which authorized him to fly at night. There we go. I already know what it is. But only in visual meteor- meteorological conditions, which I'm assuming that just means you can see. He had twice applied to enlist in the Royal Australian Air Force, RAAF, but was rejected because of inadequate educa- educational qualifications. He was a member of the RAAF uh, Air Training Corps. He determined to have a career in the aviation, blah, blah, blah. This was just kind of his backstory, you know? Okay, yeah. He was an ardent believer in UFOs. Okay. And had been worried about being attacked by them. Seems like a bad choice to become a pilot then. No? I guess Idiot. so. Clown! Next story. <laughs> anyway, so here are the details of this story. So he um, he radioed Melbourne Air Control at 7.06 p.m. to report that an unidentified fly, um, aircraft was following him at 4,500 feet. So 1,400 meters. He was told there was no known traffic at that level. So, what about him? No, I think I was higher than him. Oh, okay. Fair Maybe, enough. I don't know. Anyways, Valentik said he could see a large unknown aircraft, which appeared to be illuminated by four bright landing lights. He was only able to confirm its type, but said it had passed about um, 1,000 feet, 300 meters above uh, overhead and was moving at high speed. Valentik then reported that the aircraft was approaching him from the east and said the other pilot might be purposely toying with him. He said that the aircraft was orbiting above him and that it had shiny metal surface with a green light on it. Valentik further reported that he was experiencing engine problems. Um, so they asked him to identify the aircraft. He radioed, it's not an aircraft. And his transmission was then interrupted by unidentified noise uh, described as being metallic scraping sounds before all can- t- contact was lost. That's... Um, yeah, so there was search and rescue, sea and air. Search was under was undertaking. This included ocean ocean going ship traffic, um, and an RAF Lock, Lockheed P three Orion aircraft, um, eight civilian aircraft. The search encompassed over one thousand square miles. Search efforts ceased on twenty fifth of October nineteen seventy eight without result. Without result. I feel like that like kind of idea as a whole is just like crazy to think about like the, like disappearing planes i think right. we said we we're going to do a podcast like a whole podcast on that a little while ago but we yeah. didn't I mean, maybe next we still week can yeah an invasion an investigation into his disappearance by the australian department of transport was unable to determine the cause but it was presumed fatal for valentic five years yes. after valentic's aircraft went missing an engine cowl flap was found washed ashore What's on fl- i don't know it's something <laughs> wait hang on there's a link Mm. 
It's like, I think the thing that goes over the engine, I don't know. Anyways, okay. part of it. Anyways, part of his plane was found, or part of a plane, washed ashore uh, July 1983. So they kind of like looked into it. They're like, hold on, how far did this travel and what did it get here? And so like it could have been... Um, it was it, the part has been identified as having some has having come from a Cessna 182 aircraft um, between a certain range of serial numbers, which included Valentik's aircraft. So it could have been part of his. Yeah. So there's some proposed explanations. Um, so some say he staged his own disappearance, even taking into account um, a trip of between 30 to 45 minutes to Cape Otway. The single-engine Cessna still had enough fuel to fly 800 kilometers. That's pretty far. That is very far. Um, Why would he do that, though? I don't know. Um, But uh, despite ideal conditions, at no time was the aircraft plotted on radar, casting doubts as to whether it was ever near Cape Otway. Uh, Melbourne police received reports of a light aircraft making a mysterious landing not far from Cape Alway at the same time as Valentik's disappearance. So, What's a suspicious landing? I don't really know what would make it Is suspicious it, or mysterious. Like, yeah. Um, I'm looking at an article for it now. Um, yeah. Another proposed explanation is that he became disoriented and was flying upside down. If this were the case, the lights would have, that he saw would have been his own aircraft lights reflecting in the water. Um, he could have then crashed into the water. However, the model Cessna he was piloting could not have flown inverted for long as it was gravity-fed fuel, as a gravity-feed fuel system, so meaning his engine would have cut out very quickly. Um, and some are saying suicide, but um, his doctors and colleagues who knew him pretty much eliminated that possibility, it says. Interesting. Um, now, like... A uh, UFO action group, which might have a little bit of an agenda, maybe, seeing as it's a UFO action group, claim in Victoria claimed that an unidentified farmer saw a 30-meter aircraft hovering over his farm the morning after Valentik went missing. He also claimed that Frederick Valentik's missing aircraft was stuck to the side of the UFO leaking oil. Oh. Sus. I mean... But like yeah, like stuff like this where you like have nothing at all to go on, right? Especially back in the day, like that. Exactly. Like it's you have like what one piece of the plane, yeah, as like some sort of idea of where. Or, okay, then there's also this thing on here as well. It says ufologists um, have speculated that extraterrestrials either destroyed Valentik's aircraft or abducted him, asserting that some individuals reported seeing an erratically erratically moving green light in the sky and that he was in steep dive at the time. Um, I mean, really I have, I have, I, I tend to have a hard time believing UFO. Well, not UFOs, but like that UFOs are aliens. You know? Yeah, I know. Like, That's okay, well, just... let me finish this this part. So, um, right. the group Ground Saucer Watch, based in Phoenix, Arizona, United States, claims that photos taken by plumber um, Roy Manifold on the day of Valentine's disappearance show a fast-moving object exiting the water near Cape Otway Lighthouse, according to the UFO writer um, Jerome Clark. Ground saucer, bona fide, blah, 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 blah. Um, But, yeah, okay. Like, just because it's a UFO, yeah, it doesn't mean, like, aliens or, like, other worlds. Exactly. People people just, like, make that association way too quickly. Right. When they're thinking about 
stuff like well no. it's just because of the media though too and everything that's ufos have been right made, yeah right? but like yeah like what about the government or like a super secret thing or time travelers what about time what if time what travelers. if in the future like at that future people knew that valentick started a world war why isn't so hitler dead hey why isn't he dead that hasn't been taken care of yet that's our timeline our timeline needs to take care of that one okay okay so we or, just, or also maybe. also hitler is, is dead i'm pretty sure <laughs> oh, god <laughs> But we never know. Hey, we don't know that either. <laughs> I mean, did you see him die? Did I you? Didn't. I didn't. Anyways, we're going to back away from that because we are getting into some dangerous waters. Um, okay, what about like Flight MH370? I don't know if we... Oh, yes. Flight MH370. Yeah, I was you, on that flight. Do you remember that? It was like 2014. More recent? Like they just disappeared? 2014 disappeared over the the south china sea like i kind of remember that yeah like it was it was a huge story for a little for like like a month maybe mm-hmm. but like I, I was listening to a podcast on this so okay. like it's just wild so it was transferring from one country's airspace to another all right so like it do, it doesn't take that long i think it was transfer, transferring from malaysian airspace to vietnamese airspace so it signed off from the Malaysian airspace. So they're flying blind for like maybe a minute normally, right? Okay. Uh, so it's a little scary, but they're like this it, it's an experienced pilot. It they should be fine. Yeah, yeah. But they never they never joined on to the Vietnamese airspace. And so like there are a bunch of like tracking things that we that they use to figure out like what happened afterwards and it like it turned like completely around and flew like a long way and then it turned again and like it it just didn't make any sense like why it happened like here i have have no communication from after that right so here i have a known flight path so um it it went like north kind of northwest um okay taking off from kuala lumpur then so as it was like transferring into um, Vietnamese airspace, so mm-hmm. it, it turns slightly to the slightly to like the east, then completely around. So it's going southwest now, and like it goes right back over Malaysia. Then it starts going northwest again, like towards India, mm-hmm. and it's it just doesn't make any sense. And then, and then they never found it, right? They found they found pieces of it. Okay. Um, but yeah, like it doesn't. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Um, and like also the thing, other thing that makes people kind of suspicious is that like it, um, it the the like Malaysian officials at the like airport where it was supposed to arrive we're like no no it's just it's just delayed it's fine it's nothing's wrong and they did that for like yeah. a long time and then yeah that's nothing. true it's hmm. just crazy it's bonkers that is very crazy i mean so yeah all those things are 
very, very insane. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Any any kind of like disappearance of like boats or planes. Yeah. Well the boats are it's obvious. It's a kraken, bro. Right, right. What if it's just a really big kraken that just reached out and went oh, for the plane. For the plane. No, yeah, and so they didn't even try to turn around. He was playing with it. He's like <laughs> in the flat and then he like he's like, Okay. Exactly. Huh. No, he was feeding he was feeding a little baby kraken. So he was saying, Here yeah. comes the airplane. Yeah. That's it. That's we, it. we solved it, boys. We've, um we'll be here all day. We should um we will be we'll be solving all all the mysteries that life has. We should watch the Netflix Unsolved Mysteries and just solve them. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Okay, but honestly, remember when we watched that one, Unsolved Mysteries or whatever? Yeah. It was and it was like really late, so it's kind of creepy. But it was also like it's just so unsatisfying because you want to know what happened. You want to know what happened, but it's just like maybe this happened. Yeah, like or and it's like because and it, since, yeah, and since it's a show, you're used to watching it and like it being resolved. Yeah, but it's, it's not. It's does it just doesn't. It feels like it doesn't have an ending. Yeah. If anybody else has watched the Netflix show um, Unsolved Mysteries, let us know if you agree. Yeah, it's just don't watch it late at night. Terrible. It's a little bit creepy. Yeah. You only watched one episode, so. <laughs> uh, all right. That's the show. The show. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait, no. That's the show. No, it's not. Let's we go. still need to do another. We still need to do another overrated, underrated, favorite. That's the show. Let, let's, let's go. That's the show. It's not the show. We're going to do. You heard we... it here first. That's the show. <laughs> That's the show. We are going. Wait, what was that, Jaden? Sorry. Fight me. That's the show. That's... In, fight me in chess. I'll fight you in cheese. In cheese. <laughs> That's the show, everyone. Thank you for watching. We're going to play cheese. No. no, we're not. Before we do that, we need to do one more overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite. Okay. And do you have a, one in your mind? I do have one in my mind. We're going to do okay. breakfast foods. Mm. Breakfast okay. So foods. wait, so when you say that, is it like separate types of foods or is it like a meal? I think like separate types of foods. Oh, not... Okay. Overrated breakfast food, Nico. Take it away. Um oh, that's hard. I think maybe breakfast sausages. I'm not a huge fan, to be honest. Like I they're good. I don't think they're not good, but I just I prefer to have sausage like as another meal, personally, like not as a breakfast. Yeah, not like the little. That's breakfast fair. That's fair. I I like the breakfast ones, but I also come from like no, a vegetarian not, yeah. like, I family, I, I like and so I I disproportionately like meat compared to its quality. Uh, so okay, you know. like a lot of people like them, and I I like them, but like I personally just would prefer to like I I if I had the choice of having a breakfast sausage or having like sausage like later on in the day, like a different kind, obviously because it's different yeah. sausage, but I prefer it later on. That's fair. That's fair. I feel like I probably do too. Um, bacon, better than breakfast sausage, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But what's your overrated? Uh, I'm torn between omelets and French toast. Mm, I don't. I'm not a fan of French toast. I don't like French either. toast either. Like it's, it's no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with French toast because I feel like okay. more people like that than 
Yeah. I don't know. It's just a flavor combination. Isn't I, I don't personally like it. And I'm also not a huge fan of eggs. Like it have to be done right for me to like them. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um underrated breakfast food. Mm-hmm. You know what Hollandaise sauce is? Hollandaise sauce. I've heard of it. I don't think I've tried it. I remember when we went to that breakfast place though, like features or whatever. Features nope. near me. When was didn't it? We go? Maybe oh, we there. Go. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, okay, we, we did. did we did go. Okay. Um I, I forget if you got it, but like it's like this. Okay, so it's basically the sauce. You use the yolk of an egg. Okay. And like there's like butter and stuff in it too, but it's it's really, really good. And I mean, I don't know if that would be a like it is a breakfast thing, but it's not like like you normally put it on things, but I, I don't right. know. It yeah. it's really good. I don't I don't think I've tried also, that. Also I... actually no no no. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh I'm gonna go with I don't know if this is like really underrated. Okay. But People are perpetually putting pancakes and French toast above this item, and I feel like that's wrong. Okay. Waffles. Mm. Waffles are better than what? pancakes. Yeah. How are they not? Like, like they have more. Like the crunch on the outside is so much better than just having they're, soft. Pancake. Yeah, and they're like often like lighter. Like exactly. Like they're not so dense and yeah. And like you, you can put your syrup into the convenient little square. It's too perfect. It's too perfect. It's for a it pancake to be. with abs, bro. Yeah, it, like, and people will always say, "No, no, pancakes, pancakes, French toast, bitter." No, no, sir, no, sir. Yeah, awful. Favorite. Oh man, um, I love hash browns. Mm. Hash browns, hash brown patties. Yeah, and like like the little shredded ones that you can just scoop up. Oh yeah, like the home fry things. Yeah. yeah. That's a good that's a good one. I oh, yeah. that didn't even cross my mind. Oh, um I bacon. I love bacon. You know, that's, it's that's just classic. it's a classic. Yeah. Like it's just it's so nice. Good. Least favorite. French toast for me. I'm gonna go with omelets. Okay. Okay. Like yeah, I mean, we we went over French toast already. It's yeah. it's not a great flavor combination, but like omelets, I I mean, I'm like you. I don't. I need my eggs a certain way. Omelets, I always find are overcooked. Yeah, mm, yeah and they're kind of like dry, and then yeah. dry, and then like people just put random stuff in it. Like <laughs> if like don't make an omelet. Make like some nice moist scrambled eggs with like some oh. ham in there or some you know any kind like ham or bacon or something in there oh, get some yeah. like maybe onions or something you know mm. okay, but don't okay. throw <laughs> don't throw peppers don't throw a bell pepper into your <laughs> egg. entire bell pepper <laughs> you don't even chop it that's the worst thing you can do like even <laughs> even like like you can put some cheese in there and then you can add some tomato to balance out the cheese that's good it's good do not put bell peppers in there <laughs> bad bad decision every time <laughs> bell peppers in things tends to be i don't i don't i don't dig that i need to, what about like, pizza do you like them on pizza they're they're fine on pizza but like okay. i don't really notice them like they're best fresh like a fresh bell pepper like that's, yeah fresh that's, and like raw yeah yeah but like you put they, it they do put, have like a strange flavor though compared to any other yeah thing <laughs> But like that, when you put them in something, like especially if it's like a like a liquidy something, like a stew or a soup, like they just get this weird texture that I, I, I nah, 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 not for me. Nice, very cool. Yeah, 
I, I could go on about my distaste for bell peppers all day. <laughs> but okay, sake, hold on, hold on. Oh, just oh, to oh. just to just to cap that off. What is your favorite cap. like 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 meal, like complete meal, like breakfast meal? Complete breakfast meal? Okay, okay. Uh so we're gonna get some bacon. Okay. We're gonna get some hash browns. I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to figure out I think I would I think I prefer the home fries. Okay. Hash browns. Um and then maybe like like some sort of fruit. We need like some some kind of fruit. Okay. Uh, like melts mel- a melon, cantaloupe. Okay. Honeydew or, or berries, those. berries. Or berries. Pretty good for breakfast. Um and then some eggs as well. You know, just balance it out. Like I I prefer a savory breakfast over yeah, same, same. A, over a sweet like um but I, I, yeah, that's that's. I think that's it. I that's also it. completely forgot that I had a total soapbox that I was planning for this, which is the reason why I brought up breakfast foods. Wait, Siri, a total what? A, a soapbox that I was okay. going to that I was going to just sit up on and. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't bell peppers, believe it or not. Another okay. one. Cereal is not a breakfast food. It isn't. It's not. It is objectively not. Cereal is a perfect like. Midnight are you just snack. saying that? Are you just saying that? Perfect. Perfect. Are you saying that it's it's factually not a breakfast snack? Objectively, or you're just it does not belong on the table at uh, breakfast time. Why not? It doesn't. So it like doesn't, you don't like having it for breakfast, unless I'm like hurried or something. Like, but if it's a good breakfast, it does not include cereal ever, ever, ever. Again, it's I love cereal. I like. It, but it's it's not it's a it's a midnight snack or like it's not a it's not a breakfast all right it's it's a it is a dinner a lunch <laughs> it is anything but a breakfast all right okay. thank you guys for listening to my two soapboxes i think the reason it is a breakfast though is because of its simplicity and easiness that's probably true but yeah you know. and that's that's fair that's understandable yeah. nico what's your ideal okay meal okay so there's, it's actually really close to what you described. So there's this restaurant that my dad and I go to. Okay. Uh, we often go like on Fridays because we do this. We like work early, early that day. And so it's just like a nice little restaurant. Just kind of like, like, yeah, not like a chain or anything. And um, those are like, it's like a diner, right? Yeah. And like a mom and pop? Yeah, sure. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> um, so there's this thing. It's this thing I order every time. It's called a break, uh, no, bacon skillet. So it has like I bacon it. and it has like those fries in it, like those home style fries. And then it will have eggs on top if you want. I normally get it without eggs, real, but because um, they're it's just, they don't, I don't know. I could probably get What it. kind of eggs do they do? You can order however you want. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so you can, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really it's, good. And it's, it's, it's like, there's a lot of grease on it, but it's actually really good. Like I, I, that sounds so good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but also, how do you do your the, eggs? Like when I make them, or just how do you how do you like to eat your eggs? What's your, what's um, your go-to? Well, like you were saying, like a moist scrambled egg, so like not too dry. Or I'm finding I do kind of like um, like just fried egg with the middle kind of runny. Yeah, that's that's my just, that's my yeah. pair too. Like as runny as you can get it with the with just a... crack the egg onto your <laughs> as runny as you can get it safely with yeah. like a with like a sunny side up egg. 
and put that on yeah. some especially, toast. Yeah, so it, well, especially yeah, when it runs onto something like potatoes yeah. or like something dry, yeah. then it, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that's we, why hollandaise sauce is so good because it, it's, it's like it's that. Like the yolk. Oh. But then it's like a bit saltier and it's really good. But yeah, I, I kind of yeah. But okay, but then, but then, um, uh, the, okay, like the features breakfast that we, that place we went to is it also has one of my favorite breakfasts. It's called um, a bruschetta bowl. Or actually, I I heard actually the proper pronunciation of bruschetta is bruschetta. Bruschetta bowl. I feel like yeah. that's what you got when we went to that restaurant. Feed futures. Yeah, features? yeah, that's like what I get like pretty much every okay, time when yeah. I go there. Um, but yeah, so I got a bruschetta bowl. Um. And so it's like a bruschetta, kind of like tomatoes, that kind of flavors and seasoning. And then there's like these really well done like hash browns or like kind of potatoes. They're not really small hash browns. And then there's like eggs. And then there's the hollandaise sauce, which is so good. Um, and then like bacon, I think, too. Breakfast, savory breakfast is so good. Yeah. What What are we doing <laughs> sitting here with eating pancakes and waffles? Put and that French toast after <laughs> your dinner. Make it a dessert. <laughs> Bacon <laughs> and eggs. Thank you all for coming, everyone. Thank you for coming. That I'm, is I'm show. hungry. I am hungry now. I am so hungry right now. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Um, Bye, everyone. Fun. Um, check out our cheese games. Yep. And we'll see you next week. Uh, we'll and remember... Wait, 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 wait,